Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the 808 Podcast. It's been a little minute. So these are my friends that I've known forever. Um, you'll start hearing from them a little bit later. Um, this episode is really about friendships and how you maintain your friendships as you grow older, how friendships start to shift over um, as you kind of get more into adulthood and you go off to college and go your separate ways. So we're gonna get into that episode. But first I wanna introduce my very special guests. I'm gonna start with Sydney. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me, Danny. I am so honored to be on this podcast with you. I feel like this is a very important milestone. I know you've been wanting to do this for a while, so thanks for having us. Uh, like she said, my name is Sydney, uh, born and raised in Detroit. Um, me and Danielle have known each other for a long time. A long she time. actually, her her grandfather uh, birthed me, so that's how far back we go. When but... we say birth, <laughs> like, he brought her into this world. Yes, like, we have Being a picture and. I'm in a delivery room as a baby. My mom is holding me. Her grandpa's on the side. My grandpa's in the picture. Then my grandma's and my dad. So we got Period. we got a lot of ties. A lot of ties. A lot of, a lot ties. of ties. And like as we grow older, we're like, bro, like I feel like I knew you before I, I knew myself. Like it's it's that crazy. Yes, it's crazy. But yeah, known her for a very long time. Now we're going to take it over to Naya to introduce herself. Hey, I am Naya. Yes, yes, yes. I have known Danny for a very long time as well. I honestly don't remember how we first met. I'm going to be very real, but we grew up in church together. We were in Girl Scouts together. So that's my road dog. Like, <laughs> period. Period. Yeah, so we're going to talk about friendships. I want to get into the story of how we met. Um, as me and Sydney said, I don't remember. I think like, we were probably babies, to be honest, because our grandfathers were also pretty close friends. Yeah. Um. So... It could have been, hey, like, this is my granddaughter. I have a granddaughter that's close to the same age. We linked up. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. And then as we grew, we just, we went to middle school together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, we were in a lot of church services. And Praise the Lord. <laughs> Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Sunbeams, too. We were in the church choir together. Everybody was in the church choir. None of us can sing, but yeah, we were all in the choir. Exactly. I, was, I used to be crying every Sunday. We had to sing, too. <laughs> But you know, like, I think, <laughs> but now some things was fun because I knew we all couldn't sing it, so we we're all hearing each other off beat, and it was just like, this ain't gonna work. We, we were doing it for the Lord, though. doing it for the Lord with our little, our little E5s mm-hmm. with the uh, yep. the Kente Fox Claw. Theater that time, we thought, hey, I thought we made it. We Big made time. it. We made it, Tom. How many of y'all can say that y'all sung on the Fox Theater stage? Sherry? Nobody. Real Detroiters know what Fox Theater means to If us. you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Do your research. Do your research. But yeah, like I feel like a lot of, like our friendship really stems from church. And I feel like that's probably why, like my friendships, my longest friendships are from church. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Because God has kept us covered. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well. Well. <laughs> Speak on it. Speak on it. I just feel like that's like a lot of my real friendships are like rooted in like things outside of just like. We met at the, you know, we had the same interest in music or like we, like we have that interest, but it was like, it stemmed from something different. And also because our parents were friends, it was just like, well, I'm going to see y'all anyway. Like, right. <laughs> I can't, I can't escape y'all. Yeah. Like as kids, like it could be hard to try to set up time to see each other because we can't drive. You right. know, like Exactly. We, like we're contingent on our parents' schedule. So to know that, okay, I'm going to see them on Sunday. Regardless, yep. if we don't see each other during the week, mm-hmm. I'm gonna see you at Sunday school, and I pro- I might see you at Bible study too. And Sunday, if we get lucky. Social hour for me. Period. Period. Yeah, I got you a lot from the age of like 
What grade was I in fifth, at 15? I won't even say 15. Probably up until like senior year. No, not even senior year. I think maybe like my yeah. junior year of high school. Yeah. That's kind of I think it might have been sophomore or sophomore junior. Yeah. So like it 16. Actually, might have been senior. No, I think I it was like. I was getting scholarships from. <laughs> oh, I was getting scholarships from old girl. Shout out old girl. Old girl. Hold, held us down. Let's yeah. go. Um, so Naya's mom slays my hair every time. If you in Detroit or in the surrounding areas, go check out check out Hair Excellence. Hair Excellence in Thank Southfield, you. baby, on Southfield Road. Okay, check out Hair Excellence. Follow her on IG at <laughs> Hair Excellence. Okay, you gotta shop her out. She got hair, nails, hair come on, braiders, come all right? on. She got everything you need. But this not even about that. It's about <laughs> friendship. we mentioned so black on black on by black. black. Exactly. Um, but no, I say that like like it's not even like a promotion thing. Like I say that because like her mom does my hair because I trust her. Yeah. And yep. that's hard to like trust somebody with your hair for years. Like I remember when she first got her first shop in Redford. Uh, she was working for somebody in another exactly. shop. Exact that wasn't even her shop. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like going back there, she actually did my first silk press ever. She gave me my first silky. Got you silky. Silky. (laughs) Silky. But it's it's like, I mean, basically what you're saying, it goes back to like friendships, like moving beyond just us because our parents are friends. Mm -hmm. Like our parents did stuff together. They Mm -hmm. also like were part of things together. So it's friends beyond that. Yeah. Hair done, mm-hmm. being in like the dance ministry together or like whatever. So we all still friends and so are our parents. Yeah. Like, and like now, shoot, <laughs> my mom and Naya's grandma are like the bestest of the friends. dynamic duo. They're the bro. dynamic duo. <laughs> they're, they're both ministers. They're both mothers. They're both grandmothers. They're yeah. both just women of God. And I think because of that, we still have a close friendship because the fact that they're so close and that mm-hmm. they know that they can rely on each other and just, like, I know I can rely on Reverend Twyla to come through for my mom. I can rely on Naya to come through for me. Come on. It's just, period. It's just and, that type of relationship. And our brothers are friends. Bro. Yeah. Daddy's mm-hmm. brother is literally friends with my brother. They're the same age. They might so be like, hanging out right like, now. I'm not going to hold you. I don't know. They, they <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all like friends, friends. Like, y'all cool. So, yeah, you know, like, we we connected. Like, this mm-hmm. is locked in for sure. Yeah. I can't get rid of them more like if family. I try. More like family. <laughs> more like family for real. Who knows? Who knows? Daycare. Daycare. Exactly. Yeah, and that. but like now we're 24 and almost 20. I'm not 24. I'm yet. about to be wow. 25 I'm next Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like they're about to, like we're about to be almost wow, like, like grown, and it's grown. just like we we all didn't go to the same high school. We all didn't go to the same college. Mm-hmm. Still managed, still to, managed to somehow we lived out together. of state. Yeah, Danny lived in San Francisco. I lived time. in Chicago for a year, and we still stayed in touch. And I feel like it was always important for us to just link up, and we were always on the same page. It but never it, felt like yeah. we missed a beat. Like even yeah. when I went months without seeing you all, yeah. we would come together, and we'd have that same type of relationship that we had when we were younger. Mm-hmm. But it and also kept feel, us together. It also didn't feel forced either. Like right. you know how sometimes when friendships you can feel it starting to like die off. Yeah. And like sometimes you feel like you gotta like force the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it didn't feel forced when it was like y'all wanna link. Oh yeah, we're gonna link. We gonna come back. Like <laughs> yeah. this is not a we have to try hard mm-hmm. type of situation. So that's how I felt. That's how I knew it was like very genuine. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But I also think one of the things is like you have to trust that person isn't like you know sometimes like you you're not you're still friends with somebody but like you're like oh well you know 
do they still have my best interests at heart? Are they mm-hmm. still loyal? Like, I know they have other friends, but, like, where yeah. like where do I fit in, like, that totem pole? Oh. I was just, like, that never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah, all have different friend twice. groups. I have, yeah. like. Yeah, I never questioned that. Like, yeah. No. I have, like, three different friend groups, and I'm just, mm-hmm. like, well, they all going to be there. Like, yeah, even yeah. outside of y'all, like, like, our other church group, we're all in different cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, except for me and Naya. <laughs> but, like, we were all in different cities, and somehow we make that time, like, all right, we're going to get on Zoom at... Once a month, bro, like, maybe. plan that junk out. Maybe. Like, yes, if that. If, if that. But and it works. Just, I mean, we make it work, so... Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the biggest thing about friendships, you have to be intentional about mm-hmm. your time and, like, yeah. making time. And then flexible, too. Ooh. And then, like, I would say understanding as well, because... I feel like a lot of us have lost touch with friends that we've had during Corona mm-hmm. and I don't hold it against anyone. Like if we go on months without FaceTiming or texting, I don't know what's going on in your life right now because yeah. of Corona. And I, yeah. I, out of respect, once we link back up, I don't, you know, right. It's love. It's love. Mm-hmm. It's like, I understand like this has been an extremely hard year for everyone. Like we've had to go through, you know, changes in our location as far as our living arrangements. So I, I feel like I've had several friends tell me before, like, I just feel like you don't always share everything or like, you know, I just feel like I'm always telling you stuff, but you don't really tell me nothing. And I feel like for me, like, it don't even be a matter of like, I'm just trying to be secretive. But sometimes I really don't do a good job of like sharing things like with everybody. Like sometimes I'm kind of just like, I'll just sit and listen, but I won't necessarily, like, say nothing about myself. So that's something that I have to work mm. on, too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good with listening, but I'm not always good with initiating yes. communication when there's a problem. I'm really bad at, like, confrontation and, like, if I, if hate I feel it. away, like, I just won't say anything. And I'm really trying my best to work on that because that has definitely gotten me into some situations. <laughs> Hey, I mean, like the first, the first start is at least acknowledging that you have this issue that you want to work on. And yeah. A lot of people are the same way. And I feel like it just comes down to just thinking about what you want your friend to share with you. Mm-hmm. And if they were going through something, I absolutely would want them to come to me if they were feeling down or they were feeling stressed out. Cause I know if I were in that situation, then I would want somebody to be a sounding board and be able yeah. to give me some support. Mm-hmm. So when I look at it that way, and I'm just like, I'd be upset if one of my friends were struggling and they didn't come to me because mm-hmm. I would go out of my way to, to help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I think of it that way, it's like, okay, let me just share what yeah. I'm going through. And I think part of the reason why I don't always share is because in comparison to what like my friends be going through sometimes, I be my like stuff be, yeah, I be so, so small. small. Sometimes it's minor. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. sometimes it seems so minor to where I'm like, I don't really know like if it's even any point of me saying anything because compared to what you're dealing with, like I mm-hmm. just don't Facts. even know that I should even say anything. Like sometimes that's really what it is for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get what you're saying, Sid. Most no, of my friends real. be going through nigga problems, and I'm like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really like. I don't know, like. Yeah. I feel like that's be a lot of my their problems. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna listen to you, but I can't. I can't. Like we can't share you can't that necessarily. Like feed into the the conversation. The I got yes. you. Yeah. That's that's that mm-hmm. that's real. That's that'd be a and lot. Sometimes of it might not even be that like your friend sometimes this I heard this from somebody, but a lot of times when you're like dealing with friends and they're like coming to you and they're talking to you, you have to ask them, like, are you looking for advice? Say it. Are you looking right. for somebody right. to listen yep. to you? Say yep. it. Or like and so you have to be very mindful that sometimes even if you feel like I don't have nothing to relate to, like, oh dang, 
they might not even want you to necessarily yeah. try to give them nothing back. They just want you to listen mm-hmm. to them. But, but you have to ask them first so they know. Yeah, and I'm giving cool. you the same advice that I have to give myself because sometimes <laughs> friends don't want to hear a story about yeah. how you can relate. No, I just want you to listen. Bro, like, that's, that's like a natural reaction. Like It is. That's humans a conversation. Want, humans want to relate to each other. Exactly. So exactly. as soon as someone tells you a story or tells you a situation that is similar yeah. to yours, you automatically want to go into, well, when I was in that situation, yeah. I did this, or I think you should. And sometimes, Most people just want you to listen. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes, it, for some people, it can get misconstrued as, okay, you're just being like self-centered. And I don't feel like it's ever been like a situation like that that I can think of where like I felt like that was the situation, but I had to be very mindful because I'm like, sometimes people can be like, huh, like, I feel like you just trying to make it about you right now. Like, mm-hmm. this is not about you. So I just, I don't know. I be trying to read people vibes when I do mm-hmm. stuff like that because mm-hmm. some people are different about that. So I had a friend that every time we used to talk, tell her about something, she would turn it back on her. And I'm like, that's, that's why I don't say nothing. Yeah. That's why I don't say, like, that's that's why I say nothing. It's a balancing act. Yeah. Like, you can't do it all the time. So I think Some, that's really yeah. Good. Like sometimes, like I don't think people do it maliciously. No, I think it's no, just subconscious. So. It's just so. you just you're in the moment. You're trying to fill the gap in the conversation. Yeah. Let me go ahead and throw one of my stories in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then it ended up being like an hour long yeah, story. Exactly. And now, whole, and now y'all off track. Right? Y'all not even talking about the problem. Anymore, so yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. yeah, that'd be my that'd be my main thing. And then, like also why I don't share some some things with people because like my the way my brain set up. I don't be understanding my own issues, so how can, how can I like? <laughs> how can I ask you for like advice? Mm-hmm. I don't you know what's going. On. Like we were talking at dinner, like I don't know what's going on. But sometimes you do that because you need clarity. You you want to hear like some clarity from somebody mm-hmm. else, maybe if yeah. they could try to understand. So I mean, you know, sometimes you want to make sense out of it by getting a second opinion. Mm-hmm. That's true, but you also have to trust who, who you get that second that opinion from. from. Yes. <laughs> How to be able to trust somebody with with what oh, your information that you're giving them? Yeah, and we was also talking about giving advice and knowing knowing when to give advice and knowing when to do y'all listen. Think, yeah. Do y'all think y'all are good listeners or yeah, advice? Yeah, great. Right. I'm a listener. great listener to the point where people would just keep talking, and I'm like kind of done with the conversation <laughs> <Yep>. sometimes. <laughs> yep. More so strangers. I'm more so referring to like people that I don't know well. And so yes, that happens I'm a, a lot. Very good listener. Part of my job is listening. Like, I mm-hmm. have to and sell. Mine, too. Yeah, I don't have a choice. Like, like if I'm on the phone and somebody is telling me I'm hiring this many candidates, my budget is this, and I'm over, mm-hmm, huh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Can, can you say it again? Like, that yeah. cuts down my credibility. I have to make sure I'm a good listener, and I have to make sure that I'm picking up little nuggets in the conversations and I can bring it up and then suggest a tool, maybe suggest a different platform. Mm-hmm. That's good, but I've yeah. been tuning. <laughs> Out in my mind. I can tune out. I can tune out shit. Like, bro, I, I, I was being. I can tune out, but I can slide back into the conversation. No, nah, bro. I tuned out for a second. I can kind of slide back in there. Like, I was in a I whole know. meeting on Friday, and somebody asked me something, and I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Come again? Come again? <laughs> I think, I, and then I think I, I feel like I answered the question, but that wasn't the question it they wasn't asked. The question they were so asking. I heard whatever the last thing I heard. I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll just answer what I thought. <laughs> It do, but sometimes they be catching me. I know they be like, "Bro, what?" But it should be like Fridays. I'd be like, "I don't want to listen." But anyway, (laughs) um, I think I'm a better. I don't know, like Like communicator. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a great communicator. Uh, Let's (laughs) just start there. Okay. I'm not like I get. I get irritated when people talk like be talking too much, and I talk too much, and then like I just. (laughs) 
I feel like, bro, like, especially when people are coming to me about the same issue. Mm, like after that, after, after yeah. a while, I'm like, bro. You're giving your two cents yep. about it, and they still going through the same stuff. Yeah. I had to learn to not take that, I don't want to say personally, but kind of. Because there would be, like, situations where it was like, okay, you keep coming to me with the same issue, and I've already given you my advice about it, but nothing has changed about the situation. So I'm just going to stop giving you advice because you're going to do what you want to do exactly. at the end of the day. And instead of me saying it with, like, you know, a little attitude behind it, I honestly, that's just how I feel. Like, people will just do what they want to do, and they'll just learn the way they learn, and I can't really feel the way about that. That's mm-hmm. your situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm gonna do my part to be a good friend, but other than that, I can't do nothing else for you. So, yeah, I don't know. I've There's had no to learn loss. to pull away from that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, at a certain point, I'd be like, bro, <laughs> figure it out. Dang. And I have short patience. Yeah. I have short patience. That's why I know God has not called me to be a parent anytime soon because I don't think I have the bandwidth right now. Not, not the bandwidth. bandwidth. I, just, I don't have the computing capacity. I just cannot. I cannot. Her is out. With anyone else's problems besides mm. my own mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's okay because I give a lot of my time and energy mm-hmm. to other people. Exactly. That I'm in this period where I want to be selfish. Exactly. And I want to get to my, like, I want to pour Ooh, into myself. You speaking my life right Yeah. Now. And sometimes, like. <laughs> Like that me. means not being available for some people mm. and not listening to some of the drama and some mm. of the the just mm-hmm. negative energy that they try to put In into the, the atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. But how do you yeah. tell somebody that you don't want to hear, hear that? That's that you're trying to hear that. I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. If you <laughs> find the answer to that, please. Because I don't, I struggle with that too. It's kind of just like, I don't really know how to say that without it sounding like I'm like being funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. sometimes genuinely, I just don't want to talk about that. You know, like sometimes it's, a lot of times I don't necessarily want to talk. I'll listen to it, but I don't necessarily always want to talk about that type of stuff. So have y'all seen, uh, it, it was a tweet where someone was saying basically before they say gossip or bestow a problem onto a friend basically they say are you in a good mental space right now to hear this do y'all prefer that hell no i don't know or have y'all ever used that i've like, no. never come I've to never a conversation that. like that's such do you an have way to start the mental space to take on it's this drama I'm about to tell you. It's, it's considerate, considerate. It's like, I had somebody ask me that, and I was like, wow. I mean, yeah, like, I'm here if you want to vent. But, but if I tell you no, what you going to do? Yeah, I'm like, the fact that you asked, though, to make sure yeah, that was I was in a good place you, to take on that. If somebody say no, okay, let's yeah. talk about something funny. Or exactly. Let's, like, let's talk about music. But what if you know. really want to talk about it, and they say I'll no? Like, would you I guess you just like, if, Bro, I'm telling y'all right now, if I come to y'all about some stuff, and y'all be like, I ain't got the mental capacity, I might feel the type of way. Like, in the moment, I would feel slighted, but then when I go back and think about it, I'd be like, okay, maybe they just legit had a bad day, or they already have enough on their plate, and that one thing that I was going to tell them was going to make them Mm -hmm. spiral down Mm -hmm. into an even worse place than what they were I think I'm going to try that one day. I think that's very, like, considerate. It is. I haven't tried it. And not even just with, like, drama. Just anything. Like, Mm -hmm. do you got the mental mental capacity to talk right now? Like, sometimes people just not feel like talking Mm -hmm. and like I think that's something that as friends we have to understand too that you can't always get offended if a person don't necessarily want to talk you know like if it's just you feeling good but they not Mm -hmm. oh dang like you not trying to like it's 
let a person have a day. Yeah. I, I have I actually I, have a friend like that. That's that's like, bro, I can't. I don't want to <laughs> deal with it right now. And it's like, well, you just like okay. I'd be like, well, damn. Yeah. But all right, it like, there's nothing yeah, I can do about that. In a moment, but it's like I would appreciate that honesty before putting something on you when you just never say nothing. But mm-hmm. it's like, uh, like I just don't want to do this, but I'm gonna right. just push through because we friends. So. Yeah, like I don't want you to resent me. Like I don't want mm. every time you see my number pop up. Oh no, oh <laughs> uh, she about to put some drama on me that I don't need. I'm already stressed out from work, and here she go mm. talking about some I drama with who she's dating. Or I literally have had friends like that, yeah. and I'm like, I'll, like I'll, I'll just ignore the message, and then I'll tell them I was asleep. Mm-hmm. That's my excuse yeah, like, for everything. You just gotta have balance. Like you can come back to it at some point. Like you know, you just not the day. This is not yeah. the day for that. Boundaries. Boundaries are important. Ooh. Ooh, I'm so hard with setting boundaries uh, on across the board. I'm like, even, at, I, I, I know, suck, like they need to be there. They need yeah, to be I there. Suck at boundaries, like at work, I'll be burnt out, but then I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, I can, I can do that. Like I can handle it, mm-hmm. but I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus. Um, and like in friendships, I'll be like, oh yeah, let's do this. But then when y'all cancel, like people cancel, I'll be like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> talk about y'all can't, not y'all, but like. <laughs> Well, you know. Hey, hey. Yeah, you had one of us to cancel today, to be honest. <laughs> really? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, it be days we, like we that, We took though. those it naps. Days. It do, I didn't know. Yeah. It was a trigger. It, no, it do be days where it's like, okay, cool, cool. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't work out. Not forcing it. So, yeah. yeah. I feel that. I feel that. But boundary setting is hard with friends because it's like, how do you do that without making your friend feel like, Mm-hmm. What? Like, what's the problem? Like, right, yeah. Did exactly. I do something? Like, no, it's literally not you. It's mm-hmm. me. Like, this is literally a me thing. So, yeah. It's it's definitely a, a learning process. And I suck at setting boundaries with everybody. So, mm-hmm. I mean, same. Yeah, so, that's something I gotta work on. I guess I might need to work on for, like, my, my brother. He ain't gonna listen to this. But, like, <laughs> like, my brother, like, you know, family members, like, my friends, like I said, mm-hmm. like, work. Mm-hmm. I need to set boundaries with myself, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, I, that's a real yeah. thing to set boundaries with yourself. This is kind of a slightly different subject, but when I think about setting boundaries for myself, that means the type of content that I watch, the mm. type of things that I look at on social media, the yes. people that I follow, mm-hmm. yep. and like the things that I'm consuming all day. Like I have to watch and set a boundary because I will like get into it, and I'm very like empathetic, so I will mm-hmm. get really into my feelings and be like sad all day or mad all day or like mm. really happy all day. Like I have to pay attention to the type of stuff I'm looking at because that definitely plays that. a huge part in the mood of my day. <clears throat> I feel that because I low key feel like I'm getting fat from watching too much Food Network. I ain't gonna hold you. From watching it? Just from watching it? Are you making the stuff that you're watching? If you're not right. making it, then no, you're not. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but like, I feel like boundaries, when you have it for yourself, like it's more so just discipline. It's yeah. just yeah. knowing That's what, that is. Yeah. what things to stray away from, mm-hmm. what things that are gonna trigger you. Yep. What, um, mm-hmm. like, if you're having a bad day, maybe don't listen to a sad playlist. Right. Don't watch a, a crime yeah. show if you <laughs> yeah. are feeling down about some of the stuff that's going on in the world yeah. that are going on. Yeah. Exactly. That's, I, those are the things that mm-hmm. I've been working on doing. I definitely have to set boundaries with, like, all the, the police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, have take, I, I deleted my social media for a week just because of that. Because I was like, I have to take a break because I'm like, I was yeah. really like spiraling and I was mm-hmm. like, I gotta take a break from this and I'll come back. Since I'll we're back. on this, how do you all navigate your friendships with non black people? I don't have I that. don't have non black friends anymore. You don't I have them wow. in, my uh, in like I'm lying. middle and I'm high lying. school. Okay. But I'm no, lying. I don't I haven't had non black <clears throat> friends for real since like middle school, maybe early high school. 
I just started having non-black friends recently in life. Okay. I, so I went to DPS my entire life, and <laughs> we didn't have diverse populations at school. Mm-hmm. Mainly, it was a lot of black students. Maybe sometimes we'll have some Chaldeans, a few mm-hmm. Asian students. But once I went to University of Michigan, it was in Ann Arbor, that's when I was basically forced to have relationships with people who didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. And it's just a different type of boundary setting and just like a different type of communication style mm-hmm. that you have with non-black friends yeah. especially in such a climate that we're in oh, right now yeah. <clears throat> because like you want safe. yeah like like, like you want your non-black safe. friends to acknowledge what's going on but you want it to be in a tasteful way yeah and that's hard to do mm-hmm. i mean because if I was on the other side of the coin, I'd, I'd yeah. feel awkward coming to you talking about police killings. I would not even address if, if, it. If I'm a white person, I, but... Yeah. Yep. I... It's so odd because I did not go to DPS schools. I went to, like, Ferndale Public Schools, so I spent a good chunk of my life meeting people from different cultures and occasionally making friends of different cultures. But then when I got to, like, college, I just hung out with black people for mm-hmm. real. Like, I really did not have any, like, mm-hmm. other type of friends. So, and I haven't since then, even where I work, predominantly black. Mm-hmm. See, black CEO. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know why yeah. I just have it. I mean, I went to, I went to DPS school, DPS high school, <laughs> um, Howard. Like, I've been around yeah, black people my black whole black, 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 black. Yeah. And then I live in Detroit, a predominantly yeah. black city. But mm-hmm. then, like, I moved to Oakland where I thought it was black, but it really, like, <laughs> they pushed him out mm-hmm. um, to, like, n- more northern cities. And I was like, I'm not used to this. Yeah. And now I'm like... It's like a culture shock. It's, it was a huge mm-hmm. culture shock. And I think that's yeah. one of the main reasons I don't like live out, living out there. It was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think if I had had that shock in college, it probably wouldn't would have been a lot easier. The transition mm-hmm. would have been... I didn't have, transition. like, that transition... Yeah. didn't work well for me um but then i do like like one of my my first non-black friend is really she's open to talking about those conversations mm-hmm. i will say like i do be hiding like my full feelings like centering myself a little bit yeah. but like she's like we went to a black lives matter rally together like That's she I feel like if you're going to be my friend and you're not going to be black, you got to be like oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Like, I need to know that you're an ally. Right. If, if you yeah. are quiet on not social like media. Not like no undercover, like, yeah. agent type. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. You need to be full I need to know open. you're on our side. Right. For sure. <laughs> right. Yep. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, but she was, she's, she's cool. But, like, when it comes to, like, my coworkers, that's another yeah. story. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's. It's strange being a black woman in corporate America mm. in a virtual setting on top of that. Yeah. So when you when you combine all of that together, you're already in a space where you don't feel comfortable. You're already in a space where you don't feel like you share the same interests as some of the people that you're working with. And then you topple that on to being virtual and not being Ooh. able to be in each other's space. It's yes. hard. It's hard to yeah. feel connection with them sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. It is. Like I feel, I feel isolated sometimes as a black woman in a predominantly white industry and company. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that's probably why I made the mission to like make my environment like what I do so multicultural and like mm-hmm. not. It's not diverse, but like you know, what I wanted it to be, because, like, like, similar to, like, your friend, I can curate my, like, who I'm around, what I do, 
at a certain point, like everybody doesn't have that luxu- luxury mm-hmm. at their companies. But I was like, I need to do this because I'm gonna lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. lose my mind, and it's really hard. It's been harder like over the past month. I'm not like it's. It's uh, we're gonna talk about that in another episode <laughs> about these micro aggressions. Yeah, that could be a whole episode in itself. It is gonna be because I like this past week. You know, one thing I want to people will keep saying when George Floyd happened. I don't know. People say that at your job. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Yeah, when George Floyd happened in June." Yeah. I'm like, "What do you mean? When, when George, George Floyd, Floyd happened, a man like was a murdered, like, and yeah. y'all keep trying to <laughs> make it a slogan. Like, <laughs> yeah. when this happened, you know, yeah. I'm just like, and it, it blew it blew me. Yeah, and it's frustrating. Like, is that when you all woke up to the fact yes. that? the way that you all live in America and the way that police officers treat white Americans versus how they treat us is totally different. That's when you found out was yep. last year, 2020? 2020? How about Trayvon Martin? My how about Rodney King? Right, Sandra Bland, you Tamir Rice, Megger Evers, come on. Emmett Till, right, come on. Pro. But at that moment, that's when you realized that there was a disparity. I was like, so we live in systematic racism is real. Y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all realize that in 2020. 2020. 2020. <laughs> All right. Bet. Yeah. But we know, I know we just went on a whole tangent, but I think, like. <laughs> Man's real, though. It's yeah, like, that's something I've been dealing with. And I feel like I use, you know, all my friends don't, like, I think I'm, my, like, some of my friends work in the same industry, but most of them don't. And I feel like when I'm able to talk to my friends, I'm like, okay, I know y'all are not crazy. Well. <laughs> A little, crazy, uh, a little bit, a little but like hurt. I think my friends really helped ground me. Um, but then I also learned a lot from a lot from y'all. Aww, nope. Don't, don't, don't get all sentimental on the don't, podcast. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, don't get all sentimental. No, Danny no. Does not like to be sentimental. I don't. Because me and C, I don't okay, know. We just be real. Okay, like, we can be soft. Yeah, <laughs> like we have hard like, exterior, yeah. but on the inside. We're mushy. Just mush. full, full mush. But it's crazy because be I will write down. I will like, cry over like Captain Phillips or like Pursuit of Happiness in a heartbeat. Oh, but that's a really like yeah, that's a really tough film movie. to get through without crying. Like I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen really Captain like, Phillips. I don't think I want to. I watched that last week. It was great. I was talking about Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, Pursuit of I Happiness for sure. Tough, that was tough. Yeah, that was a tough like, one. Uh, but like I'm, I don't know why. I just like uh, be fighting the feeling. I be fighting it. I, fight I tried to fight it, but I'm not as good at fighting it. I'll just end up crying more if I try to, like, fight the feeling of what I'm already feeling. I'll just end up, like, getting in my feelings more, if that makes sense. Have I ever cried in front of y'all? Yes, you at have. your birthday. Yeah. Ah, I just <laughs> cried two weeks ago in Chicago. You asked. You asked. I'm telling you. <laughs> but it's very rare. You don't do it often, so I mean. Yeah. Language is. I know what? my love language Oh, I know mine. Or how do you like just like even in friendships, you know? Yes. Okay, like I'll start. So I know for me, mm. I like quality time. Yep. Quality time, and then in relationships, I like personal touch. So mm. me being around somebody, like I just want to be in your presence. And Don't just... hear that. <laughs> y'all, okay, listen, we done all been locked up. Don't act like y'all don't like some personal touch, okay? I don't. Even just a hug. I just don't. A hug or cuddling. I'm intimate like that. So with friends, like I just like like I just wanna be with you. Like even if we're just kicking it, eating, listening to music, hanging out at the park, whatever. You a little love bug. Yeah, that's what I like to call people like you. I I am. That's okay. 
Hey, I, I, follow me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if this sounds like something that you can contribute to, hit me up. Hit me up. Okay, well, I know for a fact that my love language, and this goes across all relationships, oddly enough. Like, it can be, like, platonic, romantic, like, family. Words of affirmation is mm, my thing. Like, like I'm good. With every, everything else is cool, but words of affirmation, like, words mean more to me than, like, anything because, I don't know, that's how I show my love for other people, sending them paragraphs or, like, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, I'm just thinking about you and, like, I just want to tell you how amazing you are or stuff. Like, I really like stuff mm. like that. I didn't know that. I love stuff like that. No, we we are probably like yeah. do that. I do. Yeah, I do, but I love words. So if you mm-hmm. ever wrote me like a four page letter, I would just be, I would die I on the inside. Four page letter. Yeah, I can do that. And, and I ain't closing with the kiss. I'm sorry, y'all. Rest in peace, baby girl. Right. Yes. Yes. I, yes. My love language is definitely not personal touch. <laughs> we know. Right. We know this. It's not. Mine is probably like. And don't try it now. I'm not. It's fine. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not gonna hug nope, you. Nope. <laughs> but I think mine is probably. I think I did this test. It was. It's either. I don't think so, acts of service okay. and I words of that. affirmation. Yeah. I think it's really important when somebody thinks that yeah. thinks about you. It's like okay, I'm gonna do this thing or I'm gonna get this thing from that person without them even having to ask. Yeah, that's, that's the one, one for me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one for me. Like, I mean, gifts are cool, but I feel like that's mm, that's yeah. another subject about gifts. But like, I just feel like when you go out your way to like do something for somebody without them, you know, even initiating and saying like, "Hey, can you do this for me?" That's like, all right, mm-hmm. you put that effort, effort in, took your time, mm-hmm. and I think that's also why. Um, oh, what is this? Back to service. What's the other one I just said? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation are important because, like, I think your words are everything. Your words and your actions are everything. So, like, acts of service, you're, like, doing something for somebody, but then, like, you're also saying it. Like, you're, like, backing your words. Back it up. Yeah. This is us all the time, by the way. Sorry, y'all. There's a song for everything. There's a song for everything. Everything. Literally. Oh, that's a good question. If your life was a, a musical, oh, oh no, which musical would it be? I couldn't even tell I you. I couldn't that. tell you. I don't watch enough musicals. I personally too. do not like musicals. Yeah, really? I, up, I cannot stand not musicals. this acting, singing, girl. High about school like, musical was about the furthest. High school musical <laughs> that was about the furthest. Wizard of Vibe, you know, all that good stuff. But like, I don't like musicals because it's just like, why are you breaking out into song? But the fact that I just broke out into song, <laughs> I guess. I just don't like musicals from an acting standpoint. That's a whole different conversation. It's just okay. irritating. It's just okay. irritating. That's a different conversation. But I don't know because I haven't seen enough musicals. Mine would yeah, be Dream cheesy. Girl. It's like cheesy. It's cheesy. Stuff, yeah. Mine would be Dream Girl. Oh, that like, is a musical. That is a musical. It is a musical because the acting is so good. Mm. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was just singing another song last night. When I first saw you, <laughs> I said, oh, my. Oh, my. That's my dream. Yeah, so like, I mean, that's that's me. Like, in, in a to wrap myself up in Above. a package, it's like mm-hmm. acts of service, um, words of affirmation, and then giving my space to breathe. Is that oh, is that Ooh. one of those? Because no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it one is of them. Is clinginess oh. a deal breaker for you all in clinginess? a friendship or a relationship? A little bit. Clinginess. It's not like a. Mm, it's a deal breaker for. If I'm, like, talking to somebody, like, I don't want you to be, like, 
business, but it makes me a little like anxious. Like I, I need you. you to, yeah. Like we can we have a little balance. Like it's it's okay. Like yeah. you don't gotta. I think at one point I didn't mind it. At one point, especially when I was you know like a couple years ago or even before, like I definitely was more like, oh my gosh, yes. Like this is confirming to me that mm-hmm. you know we you know that we love each other, we like each other. But I think now I'm more like the person that has their own schedule like yes. if i know 24 yeah. 7 you waiting on me to hang out <laughs> you waiting on me to text you wait on me to facetime you then you gonna be mad you, you mad at me because yeah. i'm busy no like if you have your own set of things to do mm-hmm. and your own schedule your, your separate friend group yeah i feel like that's even more attractive to me yes and that's something <laughs> i had to grow to be comfortable with because i will say at one point in my life i was very uncomfortable being by myself if that meant eating by myself, mm. uh, not being in a relationship, friends, like I didn't like for people to see me alone. Like I felt like I just had to be around people or like I was like embarrassed or like I was wow. just like, it was a really like deeply rooted issue that mm. I had, like stemming back from like middle school and stuff, just a lot of insecurities. But mm. now that I'm older, I love being by myself. Like just, I will go eat by myself. I will go do a lot of things by myself and be okay, honestly. And so I had to grow out of that. I didn't, I didn't, I honestly wasn't okay with doing stuff by myself until Howard, because mm. I was forced to, like, if you want to go eat, bro, you got to go, go eat, go eat. Don't like, be waiting you can't, on your friends, you can't wait on your friends, because the calf's going to close, right, so that was, like, our first time, like, doing stuff by myself, and then also being in D.C., like, I had to go, like, if I had to go, like, to museums, like, I would mm. just hop on the metro and go, like, that sounds cool, though, it was so much fun, because, like, you could really miss out on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. waiting, waiting on, on people. people, yes, yep. I missed concerts, I, I started going to concerts. Although going to I love by concerts by myself. I've never yes, been to a concert I've by been myself. to two yeah. concerts by myself. I had a great time. I made concert friends. Yes. I was it's fine. easy yes. to. I, I feel was, like it's very And easy. I didn't have to keep up with people. Yes. If I wanted to maneuver around I could do and that. push my way to the front or go to the back, I didn't have to like keep up with people. Like mm. I literally could just leave when I wanted yep. to. Like Get there when I wanted get to. Get there when I want to. Like, yeah. I, I went to go see. I saw Wale by myself. I saw... Who else did I see by myself? Chance the Rapper? That was awkward, though. <laughs> it was awkward? <laughs> was it because of him? No, it was, it was so hype, the and setting, I was just, like, hyped by myself. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, some concerts you can't go to by yourself. Like, some of them is like, okay, it's so hype, it's so lit. Yeah. You do got to have people with you to, like. R&B it. concerts are good. R&B I want to see concerts? J. Cole by myself. Ooh. I could do that. I feel yeah. like a J. Cole concert nobody was Nobody was, like. Oh my god, I need to go see J. Cole. I was like, oh my god, I need to I go see I think I remember you telling me about that and I don't know why I didn't want to go. I don't either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like yeah, that, was, like, that was his that was his that. uh thing. Is it Forest Hill Drive? Drive? Yeah. No. I, I went to Forest Hill Drive by myself kinda sorta too. I think it was Forest Hill Drive. No, this was um I don't know, but Anderson Pack was on the tour. Ooh. Oh wow. So it was, that, that was a while That's ago. Great. I was like, I'm not missing this. So yeah, I went I by myself. I wouldn't miss that for nobody, but yeah. I missed out on con- I missed out on a Bad Boy reunion tour because mm. then nobody want to go. Mm-hmm. I forgot. That I'm happened. shocked that you missed yeah. out on that for other people. You Me know? too. Danny, bro, I was so pissed. I was like, I couldn't diddy bop. <laughs> I could do the Mary like dance. Like I was like, well, Yo. that was shitty. So yeah, you know. So I want to wrap this up. We I do a segment on at the end of every episode and saying like, what are their songs that you're listening to? Ooh, I like that. Any song on repeat? It's called Alone. It's featuring Blast, but it's by mm. Jay and Eric Bellinger, and it's featuring Blast. He is, yes. is a sample of um, 
So go listen to it Very alone good. by Nina J and Eric Bellinger featuring blacks. I've been listening I love to it. All day. I so, love it. Yep. Um, I also been listening to a little bit of. Oh, I told y'all earlier I was listening to Willow that the one song that she dropped for her Very alternative good. album. Yes. It's called Transparent Soul. It's very fire. And um, sir. And that 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 cover is amazing. I need to hear that. It is so good. I'm putting that on on the ride home. Thanks. I've been listening to Shelly FKA Drums new album under his new name. Um, he has a song called All Pride Aside with Summer Walker. I'm not a huge Summer Walker fan. Me either. But that's that song is fire. I will listen to Summer Walker, but I'm not like pulling her music up unless it's like CPR. Like that's my song. Summer Walker is great. She's like, great. For this I, the instrumentation on her songs. Oh, it's is great. Wonderful. London on the track, you going crazy. Yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, it just be sometimes the. I don't know. I, just, I didn't mean to make that noise, yeah. but sometimes I just don't be in a I mood for it. Summer Walker. Like she has a whole. It is mood, a mood, and I'd be like, it's I'm a not whole in mood. that mood. That's like, how I felt about her at first. Like when her mm, was initially in like okay. her really slow, like mm, when she had like okay. the, the U album. That uh-huh. was a that was a slower album. I was yeah. like. I was like, oh my God, I really hope she gets more up-tempo. Up and she did. Yeah. And she's here to stay. Yep. Um, I've been listening to so Dream in Color by Corday off of his new EP, Top Tier. Really, really good. Okay, if y'all never listened to this album by Diddy, it's called MMM. What? Never heard of it. Came out in 20, it came out in 2015. And okay. there's a song called, the song called MMM. Money making Mitch, bro, top yeah, tier, top so top tier. You could be my lover with Ty Dolla Sign. It's also on the album. On that album, Dolla I've been yeah. listening to that a lot. Um, also, Rodeo by YG. Well, I thought his... she was about to say Lil Nas X. That's what I was like, <laughs> you didn't go through Rodeo. Right, no. No. But Rodeo off of um, YG's last oh. album, My Life 400, uh-huh. with Chris Brown and Tiger. Top tier. All right, Sydney, what you, what you, Let's what see. You okay, playing? I'm about to bring some trap into this. They, uh, go ahead and balance they it had, out. They had all the slow music. Yeah, go ahead. You so, um, I'm a Money Man fan. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all have heard of him. Put us in. A song that goes crazy by him is Same Way. Another song that I like by Money Man is Get Out More. So, if y'all ever heard Money Man, he's kind of a mix of Future and Dirk. So just think about that. Just, just let that simmer. <laughs> let that if you like either artist, I feel like you would love Money Man. Future and Dirk sound like Money Bag Yo. Almost like it, you like you just gotta hear him. Okay. You just gotta hear him for yourself. All right. He's good. Um, Money Bag Yo. His his album was actually great. Amazing. He has a song with Pharrell. What? Yes. Which I I never knew I needed to hear Money Bag uh, Yo and Pharrell together, but it's I called didn't know I needed to hear that. Certified Neptunes and it's really Ooh. really good. It's produced by the Neptunes. Yeah, it's produced by the Neptunes. I've been listening to him. Uh, Corday, his EP was great. All four songs. Thornton Street, though, that's a banger. Mm -hmm. It's the last one on there. Definitely listen to that. Shout out Lil Yachty. Michigan Boat Boy Go Crazy. Yeah. He put the city on. Yeah, I was like, Michigan. (laughs) I was really surprised. For real. But what made me upset is that the song with him and Swag Lee was actually the coldest. So never did but cold. But Swag Lee, though, he, he be, I don't know. 
Yeah, but he's not from Michigan. Yeah, so but he's like, not from Michigan. Okay. Sway Lee had more of a Detroit flow than Yachty did. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It Sometimes was great. Yachty be on some sketchy type stuff with the flow. I'll yeah, like, like uh, he kind of offbeat. He maybe that's why he like Detroit rappers so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that song go crazy. Also from that album, Michigan Boat Boy, the song with him and T Grizzly, mm-hmm. dynamic duo. T Grizzly was talking that that shit on there. <laughs> so definitely go ahead and listen to that. Then I'll leave y'all with something slow. Let's see. Something okay. slow. Slow it down for a Um, The song with her and Chris Brown, Come Through. Mm. Okay. Banger. Came out two weeks ago. Definitely listen to that. Put you in a vibe. It's, it's a good little tune to, to ride to when you're in a car. Or if you, you know, you chilling, you Netflixing and chilling with your, with your boo. Throw that song on, have some wine. Why are you sound you like have a great radio night. You're going to have a great bro. night. Trust. She said, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the sweat. This is the sweat hotel. <laughs> Thank you later. Thank okay, you later. all right. I'm gonna give you a song with Chris Brown and her. Uh, <laughs> we just gonna slow it down. Slow, slow it down, down for the grown, grown folks. I'm mad you really said. Brought us into that so much growing up. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. I appreciate y'all for being here, my friends. Yeah. I'm not gonna have having us. Have, have us back. Have us back, please. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. do this again. Yay! All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the 808 Podcast. We'll be back next week. And where can you stream this? 808 Podcast is now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and everywhere else that you stream podcasts. Check us out.